Let's face it, there just isn't enough time to do all of the things that we need or want to do. A real life example happening right now is that I am trying to play through Spider-Man as I edit this podcast. We cannot play all the games, watch all the movies and TV shows, or read all of the comics. We simply have to do things like work, eat, sleep, bathe, and etc. So, how do we do as much as we possibly can to stay current in our favorite areas of nerddom while still acting as a responsible, well-functioning adult that contributes to society? That's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stallcup, and you're listening to the Free Play Podcast. <laughs> we are part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, and join with me is Matt Warmbier. What up? And back from the dead, super spoopy, because we're post-Halloween Nuggets! Now. Hey, Nuggets! Welcome. Hello. Oh, I thought Nuggets was going to be on the show. AKA no. Kate Katawaki. Oh. And first of all, his name is Nugget, my mom's goat. He is so cute. So how, how was your, your Colorado expedition? It was good. I mean, I flew out there and worked on the ranch the whole time. What does that mean? Like, I mean, there's a show out there called The Ranch, and I'm just guessing it was nothing like that. It's about the same thing. Yeah, was Ashton there? No. You would tell me if me Ashton was there. and my mom, and <laughs> I scooped animal poop. I did a bunch of sweeping. I fed them. I petted them, I brushed them, I played games with them so they would use their brains and they wouldn't be mean to each other because they're Did mad. It work? Yeah, it totally worked, but they're mad that the Allegedly. grass is dead in the pasture area and because it's winter time, so they're mad that the grass is dead and they can't eat it during the day. How are they expressing their anger? Well, one of the mini horses chased after all the goats and bit two of them. Sounds like my kids. I had a friend who whose mom got bit by a horse right in her chest region. She told me. It was very <laughs> That's really bad. Horse's name was horse's name we was always what? made fun of her. Dude. And I need one of my horses from Zelda Dude. Dude. It's just a callback. Don't just for me. Yeah. Uh, but she said it was really painful. So I never want to be bit by a horse. Man. I don't want to be uh. bit by a horse anywhere, let alone in how did you put it? The chest region? The Chestal region. Chestal, yeah. yeah. I think that's my the friend Shane, scientific brother, term. My friend Shane, his brother, uh, shot his eye out by accident when Our he was a kid. Our friend Shane. Oh, my Our gosh. Share him. He, yeah, pell- a pellet gun hit him in the eye. But You'll whenever he, we would talk out, about his brother, we would say that, he, oh, yeah, my brother only has one eye. And he would say, yeah, he was holding an apple, and he held it up to his eye for a horse to bite. And the horse just bit the whole apple in his eye out. And people would be like, <laughs> No, no way! Really? And we're like, no. He shot it out by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the story's actually oh just as gosh. cool that he shot it out with a pellet gun. 
No, the yeah. horse that came up, it was, it was a it like the lips just went around the, the whole. Oh, my, that's so gross. <laughs> oh, man. I just can think see how that. unsanitary that would be if that was real. But anyways, did yeah, you know ahead, that sorry, animals right. can play games? I invented games for them to play and they had a blast. Did you check Kickstarter just to make sure that you actually did invent these things? Are you are you infringing no, I on just copyright? Made it- that's what I want to know. I made the games myself out of random things around the house because we didn't want to leave the house. So one for the horses was I made them bob for apples in big like water things. So two of them gave up because. (laughs) (laughs) Like humans. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Two of them gave up because they were so lazy. I was looking at them and I'm like, if you open your mouth and stick your nose in the water, the apple will like go in. It's and they just, just weren't doing it. it. It's just they weren't doing it. it. They were putting their face in and not opening their mouth. It's like, how do you expect the apple to get in there? Maybe if it were but like a one of chocolate them, donut or something. Oh, well, then I realized the other one, one of the horses that gave up, he really likes carrots. So he likes carrots better than apples. So that was my bad. But one of them did not give up. And that's the life lesson here is don't give up and you'll eat so many apples that I'll have to take some away so you don't get diarrhea. Well, Kate, I'm glad that you created some games for your horses. Um, Did you have any human interaction while you were there? Um, Or was that not the reason for your visit? (laughs) I mean, the main reason was to help my mom with all the things I need to get done around the property while my Stepdad has gone on a hunting trip. Like make games. Or he didn't. For he didn't horses. get anything. He didn't get anything. It was really sad. What was he hunting? Elk, and he had to sleep on a cot that was too small for him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why was that He's so a big funny guy. for you? He's a really big guy. So thinking of him sleeping on a cot that is too small for him, he must have been hanging out on the ground, like his. I don't know. His appendages, just like on the outside. He, that's. It must have been like that. I don't know. But I mean, besides that, we didn't have that much human interaction, except at the airport. It's too many people. <laughs> like, don't. Why do people not follow basic directions? It's like, look at your boarding pass. See the letter and the number. If it if you're B30, you don't need to go up when it's the A group. Eh, pass. I'll go when I want. Yeah, uh, I'm boarding it group just one causes, every time. It just causes problems. So it's like, just sit down and follow the direction. I don't I'm, know what else to I say. Imagine if you worked there, though. I bet they probably have seen it all. Oh, I'm sure. I saw some really jolly people working there, and I don't understand how they're so <laughs> I happy. always go, and I, I'm just trying to be as nice as I can to everyone there. Like, you know, I'm a pretty nice guy overall, but, like, I want to be extra nice because I know they're probably having, having to deal with a lot of Oh, yeah. Not so nice bros and sisters. Bros and sisters. Yeah. Bros. Well, sisters. then a thing happened, like when we were landing in LA, I guess my bag was the only bag in the overhead compartment. So as the plane's coming to a stop on the runway, my bag slid and like hit the other end of the overhead compartment and everyone thought we were dying. There was like, oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, what, who, what's the problem? And then I go up and I get my bag out and they're like, oh, it was your bag that did that. How like, dare what? you? Sorry, you said- I don't know. My bag was the only one in the compartment. I don't like, sorry that no one else put their bags in here and my bag made a noise. So two, two questions. First of all, what in the world did you have in your bag that it made such a large thud? Did you put a goat Nugget. into your bag? No, yeah. I didn't. I just had clothes. I just had normal things. I didn't have anything a crazy. Brick. But since I mean, no. rocks I found. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't bring any rocks. Gold home. bullion. 
My bag Ooh. was the only one in there. So I guess that's why there was nothing. It wasn't like packed in nicely. The plane went and it went boom. <laughs> I don't know. It was like I was there. Um, second question. I just didn't question. like how I was attacked for my bag being the only one in the I got a follow-up question. You say that it like slammed into the compartment. How long were these compartments? Because I've been on an airplane before and it's not like from the back of the plane to the front of the plane. No, it was just, you know, it could fit three carry-on little suitcases if you pack them in there. And mine was the only one. And it just slid. So what do we learn from this? Nothing. Don't Somebody else needs up. to put... Fair enough. You need to have a full flight, I guess, or put put enough bags in the top so people don't accuse other people. I think <laughs> you need to bring one long bag. I just didn't like how they looked at me. Or pillows. Like, Ask for pillows or blankets to... Your mm-hmm. bag in there. Well, Kate, I'm glad you're back, and Bubba's probably glad you're back. I, I'm so not as glad that she's back as her poor little chicken is. Kate, don't. why don't you update us on your little cheeky chick? That is so mean. Just, okay, so what I said while you were gone, I'm trying to set you up for Matt, a heartwarming, heartwarming story. It's not heartwarming. So what I said while you were gone was that I was sad that my chicken is dying for unknown reasons How do you know it's right dying? Now. This is important because details. she's... She's lethargic and she's laying on the ground and she just looks and ill and she has diarrhea. Okay, there. That's what you want me to say. I did. So she hasn't, she's not doing well. I don't know what the problem is. And I was saying to Bubba that I'm sad that this is happening because I haven't told her about Jesus yet. And I tell all my animals about Jesus so that in case they die and I'm not there, then they'll go to heaven. Why? As it were. I don't know, but I, t- I tell all my animals. But now, while we're recording this, she's out there dying, and she doesn't know about Jesus. Wait, go ahead. Well, wait. Bring bring a microphone with you. <laughs> Why are you are you crying? Why yes, you? It's, I think that's hilarious because <laughs> you tell you never all of your know. animals don't, about Jesus. Wouldn't you? You know what? I hope that when I go to heaven, all the animals that I've had that I love are there. I Lay would rather no. It doesn't matter. It'll be heaven. Oh. It'll be well, fine. it just won't oh, feel man. nice though. She said, so, <laughs> here's, here's what you said. Kate, Kate was saying earlier before we were rolling um, that this is such an important thing for her that she was driving one of her other animals to the vet, <laughs> sharing Jesus with him on the drive over there. Because I thought she wasn't going to, I thought she was going to get put down at the vet. And I mean, she died the next day, but, and then I felt at peace about it because I had told her. About Jesus. Okay. I mean, you I, know. I don't know what I think about this. <laughs> I, no, here's what, I don't know if animals go to heaven. When I was in ninth grade, seventh grade, ninth grade, one of those, my friend came to small group and she was crying because her cat died. And this guy told her that she better cry because the cat's not going to heaven. And now I just. <laughs> was a pretty great guy. Yeah, I made her cry harder. So ever since then, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if they go to heaven or not. I hope so. And if, you know, who tells the animals about Jesus? They don't even speak. They can't read the Bible. It's they don't, true. They can't read. So you get, should just tell them, I guess. So I tell them and I just hope that maybe that makes the difference and all my animals will be there. Well, what about the elk that you're... Well, well he didn't, didn't get anything. Didn't, so Didn't die. And that's just on in him. General, though. That's on him. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> What if That's what if he goes business. and he shares Jesus before he hunts the animal? Like I don't know. Away. That's that's his that's his 
That's his business. I'm not going to judge you guys for not telling your animals. Please, I have a fish. please judge me. No, it's your it's your business about your animals. I know that I want my animals to be there, and I'm going to do my best to help them get there. I've done communion with my dogs before. They love it. <laughs> Matt's face. Yes, that's what I was looking for. That was that makes this entire story worth it, guys. I am so sorry that you could not see Matt's face right now, but it Whatever, was the don't you? it was the most. <laughs> what the. You want Face. your kids to go this- to heaven. Why don't you want your, your animals to go? Okay, follow-up question to this entire story. How many mm-hmm. people have you shared Jesus with mm, lately? The thing is, I like animals more than people, so. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> no, but see, but listen to the, 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 the idea behind it is that animals can't read. They're not welcome in churches unless they're a registered... Often therapy animal and then it, even then you know i don't know if they get it <laughs> i'm just trying i really love animals and i want them to go to heaven and i want my animals to go to heaven so many people probably think that i'm i don't do this but i swear to you i do you could call my mom right now oh, or even I ask Stephen. He'll, he'll tell you i just I want them just, to be there i want them to have a chance to be there what? I I don't know if animals will be in heaven, but I have to believe that if God made these animals, they probably have a divine knowledge anyhow. So I don't think you need to share Jesus. But it makes me feel better is the thing. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing like to do done, maybe just with any no, other person no, or animal or entity know. at all. I want, I, I mean. Kate, I'm glad you're feeling good. <laughs> I do feel a lot better now than I did earlier Good. today. Okay. Despite well, the fact that Well, send all your questions no, to Kate at lovethynerd.com. Yeah, she'll answer and, uh, she'll answer all your pet go knowing no, knowledible you know needs. Animal theology questions. Maybe we should she call is Drew. The patron saint of pets. Drew might know if animals go to heaven. He seems like a well, what are we, chap? Yeah, I, can, well, I can tell you right yeah, now he, definitively. He works in tech. Like, yeah. <laughs> definitively what? Oh, no. They're not going to be there. Sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to. I don't mean to burst your bubble. There's also a couple of things about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny you might need to know. The chicken out there is dying right now, and yeah, I'm here that's with fine. you guys. Who Eat that thing when, when. So it's, where is she going to go then? Well, I guess this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's well. Don't knows, start. Don't wrong. start from the dirty end. No, but any. Oh yeah. This. I don't even know what to say about this anymore. I don't know what anybody else thinks, but this is my favorite episode. I hope you're happy. Did you get what you wanted out of it? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I did. I got exactly what I wanted. But let's move on to something that doesn't just that doesn't just uh, humor me, but also might be beneficial to our listeners as well. Let's move on to. (laughs) (laughs) That animal is literally pooping itself to death, and that does hurt my soul. Not its soul because it doesn't have one, but mine. They do. I think they do. I don't. Whatever. Moving on. We're moving on. It's done. Well, let's move on to what we have been playing. So let's start with you. Kate, what have you been playing? You've had a ton of time other than games that you made up with with goats. Mm -hmm. Well, she's already shared what she's been playing. They were enrichment activities and they were very useful. I played Octopath Traveler on the plane and... I'm nearing the end. I'm excited about that. I've gotten through the chapter, the last chapters for four of the characters. Okay. But more importantly than that, 
I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. She's so happy right now, guys. Look at I'm so happy. I mean, that's a full tooth <laughs> grin right there. How how does it compare to the other ones so far? I know you're not very far in. I love it. It compares um, <laughs> superior. <laughs> Here's the thing: is that it's a full blown RPG with choice, which I was not sold on. Considering it's a Ubisoft game, considering it's an Assassin's Creed game, that's not. It's, it's more like they don't do that in their games. So far, though, I'm enjoying it. I think it's well done. I am playing as the female character, Cassandra, and I did have some issues with that because it didn't seem historically... I'm not saying this to like offend people. I'm just saying... Because you are a woman, right? I think yeah, your just, <laughs> animal comment has already offended plenty of people. Yeah. Well, then they should be fine. I just don't think having a, having a female protagonist in that historical setting makes the most sense if you're going to stick to like historic historical accuracy um is that what assassin's creed is going for not with within in everything but the whole having the choice to pick between a male and a female character i get why they're doing it because that's the the socially correct thing to do in this day and age with the rpg and i do like her as a character to me, it's just like, okay, I mean, okay, you could put her in the... It would have made more sense if they put her in the game and there was stuff in the environment that was kind of pushed back from that, but there's none of that. It's like... So it's the same options whether you're a guy or a lass? Yes, Ooh. and I don't necessarily think that it should be, but okay. but I know a lot of people would disagree with that. Some people might I, You're probably that. right if it's a, like a historical... But if your your main thing is like we value historical accuracy, then you know. But I'm right. really enjoying the game. The world is awesome. <clears throat> They've made some changes to it that I think are cool. It's pulled heavily from, like game design wise, pulled heavily from the last one, Origins, but in a good way. So I think it's a great place if you've been kind of like, eh, I'd like to maybe try Assassin's Creed. It's a good place to start. Because I've only played the very first one. And that was one of the I worst know, ones. Right, and I've heard that. <clears throat> that um, and Unity. Yeah, I mean, I think Unity had... It could have been good. It was just it underdeveloped. Been it was underdeveloped. Yes. Because they're pumping these out one a year, right? <clears throat> yeah, they took a two-year break after Syndicate for yep. Origins, and now they're back to one a year, I guess. But I'm. it's a very interesting time period like 431 BCE. I don't know. I get the dates mixed up somewhere around there. Sounds so like it's a year. Sparta, yeah. Sparta and Athens. Greek, cool stuff. Peloponnesian War, if you like history. It's an interesting time period, and I think it's a cool setting for an Assassin's Creed game. And I'm excited for the next five billion hours of my life. How long do you think it is before? Before they make a modern age Assassin's Creed. Mm, like good question. I don't think they'll ever make one because it'll be so controversial. Like, and then you're looking at conspiracy theories with certain more modern day stuff. It's safer for them to stay as you far away as possible. Do you, do you think that they would go into the future? Like skip the present and go to the future? Maybe, but 
then where where's the whole historical accuracy? We, if it's maybe a thing it's like Skynet. Here's the thing, though. Like you keep saying historical accuracy with with this, and I think that the places that you go and kind of a little bit of the setting is historically accurate. But if you look at um, Odyssey, not Super Mario, but this one, Assassin's oh, Creed. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. so I think Super Mario Odyssey is a, is more historically accurate than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's it's a period piece no, where you yeah. like it's- because like here's the deal like you are it's it's historically accurate in as much as the mythology is historically accurate. Yeah, see and what I mean. I think historically accurate mostly in the sense of like the wor- the. Not so much the story, but the world. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, because I think that they do a really good job of that. And I saw that with with Black Flag and um, especially with Syndicate. I thought that they did a really good job of oh, yeah. making you feel the Jack the Ripper time <laughs> time frame in London. Yeah, But then sure. the story so, is just, there's... The story is its own thing, but the world it takes place in. Okay, it, I'll give it to you. So we could do a modern age one then. I guess. I guess. Never say no. never, as Justin Bieber said. Let's do well, it. They listen. They listen to this podcast. Yeah, so the Biebs is a. Is if a big you fan. liked the the ship warfare stuff, it's back in this game, and it's really cool. There were some people amazing. who absolutely hated the ship battling in this game. In uh, Black Flag, I didn't like it, <sighs> but man, it was so good. To me, that's what made the game. Like, it, I mean, it was just it was another Assassin's Creed game. Um, up until getting into a ship, so they've perfected it and it just looks awesome. So if you've been thinking about getting that game, I would recommend it. Oh, nice. Which means well, what so if I much. don't have enough time to play all these games? Well, we will well. get to that in a minute. Don't bury the lead here. <laughs> That's a foreshadow yeah, of things. Bury to come. the lead. Okay. okay, let's talk about what you've been playing. I'm dying to know, Matt, bro. What Me? are you playing? You- well, you can already see there. Uh, so I went through, you know, we talked a little bit last week about me having this game player's block. And I I tried again. I, I tried jumping back into these games again. I just, I don't know what it is. Just couldn't do it. So I found myself at GameStop and I didn't really have any money. I was just, you just hope, you just hope you come across like, oh, whoa, that's just a, that's a great deal. And I probably spent a good half hour there just kind of like not looking for anything particular, but just hoping for that thing to jump out at me. And there it was uncharted four for seven 99. This game's like, I realize it's not new, but it's not that old. Is it? How old is this game? A couple years now? One yeah. year, yeah, two years, couple ish years. Okay. Then maybe I shouldn't be surprised. So then I picked it up and I was like, Oh, it's just, Stupid GameStop case. I don't want a GameStop case. And then the guy was like, do you need help with anything? I was like, oh, well, I mean, I kind of wanted to get this one, but I was hoping for the real case. He's like, well, let me look back here. And he, sure enough, they had one. So boom. Um, it yeah. definitely hooked me right away. Like I was in the story. Aaron started watching me and she, I haven't actually played as much because she started watching me and she's interested. I'm guessing this is how Steven feels when yes. he watches you. He loved like, Uncharted. He loved it. She just wanted to be like, stop dying. Stop dying. But she actually told me that. Stop dying. Welcome to my um, life. So I started playing that and <clears throat> not 
playing nearly as much as I want as I want to. But also this past weekend, Aaron and I, whoa, we had several people watch our children because when you have five children, you can't usually send all five to one house. So Aaron's mom so watched Penny. Our friend watched the girls because she has three girls. And then uh, Aaron's sister and brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, our brother-in-law, uh, watched the boys and they all had a blast. And Aaron and I got to get away and just kind of got to talk and plan for the future. And I mean, our house is not getting any bigger. So what are we going to do? Like we have growing children. <laughs> just starting to think about like, is this the place where we want to stay, et cetera. Uh, we did get a chance to go to a coffee shop and finally got now boarding to the table is Tim Fowler's game uh, where you are in control of different airlines and you are picking people up across the country and dropping them off and you you make a plan. But then once you make this plan, you you flip over new tiles and a, and a timer and it kind of just changes everything. So it's not super stressful. It's not it stressful. It sounds. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. Like, hey, I have to drop this person off in San Francisco, but on the way I'm going to have to like stop in LAX and pick up this person and hopefully drop them off in Denver after I do that. So like you make these plans and there's really no way to table captain the game um, because a lot of cooperative games you can table captain and they're not fun. I don't like table captaining. So we played and it was awesome. Um, and I'm looking forward to playing again. Also got Spirit Island to the table, taught a, a couple of new guys that game and they loved it. Um, I also was just of things to come here. I also was just gifted Red Dead. So after this podcast, I'm going to download it and I'm going to play it because I want to play it. And I wanted to play it after we were done, but I was told I couldn't download it because it would mess up with my Wi-Fi, which is already terrible. It was going to, Thanks though. You don't know me or my look, Wi-Fi. Why don't you just, you can have it start downloading as soon as we're done. And with your right. internet, it'll be ready by tomorrow by afternoon. Tomorrow. Thank you. It probably will be. And you can start. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, Bubba, what about you? Well, um, my plays are a little bit different this week than they have been in a very oh, long yeah. time. Because yeah. one of our wonderful, wonderful community members, and I'm not just pointing out this one person, but I think that you all are absolutely fantastic. Not only have you guys been praying for us um, as we have not been doing too well, yes. thank you so much for that. But you guys fill needs, even if we don't fully think that they're 100% needs. They're still very much appreciated. And by that, I mean that one of you guys blessed me with a PlayStation 4, to which I cannot say thank you enough. Um, Kate's a little salty about it, but... Well, because it sounds fake. It's not fake. This here's real. It's a I real know, PlayStation I, I know, 4. I know it's real. I don't know. It's just crazy. <laughs> no, it's it's Happy very it's it very crazy. crazy. It is awesome very crazy. very crazy. But honestly, guys, thank you so much because it has allowed me to now do my job here at Love Thy Nerd a lot better. Oh, question about that. I have some screenshots from my Assassin's Creed game. I'm going to be sending them. <laughs> to, is there a way to mute that message so that you don't get any notifications from it? I so have that I can send no idea. Many? Because now that you're, you Kate, got what's gonna it stop back. You? What's going to stop you? Nothing. I mean, I was just trying to be nice, but yesterday I told myself, oh, whatever. He'll get over it. 
if I just send a ton of screenshots. So you had already what? resolved yourself to that, and then you came. Yeah, in but here. now that's I'm, fake. But now I'm just. But it now like I'm just asking. asking. Whoa, no, 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 it's like no, asking no. for forgiveness. You know, like just. I, and I haven't. If you were like, no, don't send me the screenshots, then I wouldn't. I didn't already send them. I wouldn't send them. But I was just trying to see, like, <laughs> if there was a way to mute the message. Then I would tell you right now. Okay, there probably go ahead, is. Bubba, and mute it so I can spam for my but own I, good. I have to rate them. I have to tell you what I think of your your photography composition. Why do you need that many screenshots, bro? If I could show you I, my messages, I like to from look Kate. at them on my phone and stuff. Yeah, for what? My for account, fun. or I tweet them, and I don't like to tweet from PlayStation because I just like to tweet from. You have no control. Yeah, no, just send it only to yourself, and then no, go to you your. You can't. No. How do you do that? Then you can't. I'd have to you set can, up another. Another. No, you can send it to your Facebook only visible to you and then you can save the photo when you get into your facebook <sighs> sounds like a lot of work well, you know what? Okay, I'll she's already got this to, all figured out don't i'll either send it to bubba it. or i'll spam my cousin Blake you can send me who, some too but i'll delete them and it's fine no 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 don't delete them what if i need to go back and what about my them? hard drive space it doesn't save oh it saves gosh. it in the cloud and here's the deal kate doesn't care away. about you or me or anybody else this is all for kate Kate I just need to get my screenshots pictures. in the world. Okay, how am I supposed to do that? Hey, Bubba, I'm I'm happy for you. I, I'm happy. I really am. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, thank you guys. Thank you guys for caring enough. Um, and, I, and I'll I'll say a couple more thank yous and then I'll shut up about it. Um, but thank you guys for caring enough to to be willing to do stuff like that. Um, I know that somebody just blessed Matt with Red Dead yes. Redemption too. Thank you. I didn't uh, for that. Well, it was. I was talking about it, but it was awkward because Bubba went to the bathroom and I was just kind of kept talking. And I listened. If it sounds like I'm rambling, it, I was rambling. I wasn't sure. To Matt, not to I wasn't sure how long Bubba was going to be gone. So, yeah, so we didn't thank know. you, so, thank you so much. To like, be fair, I didn't know like, either. Right, and yeah. that's okay. But thank you so much. Like you guys doing stuff like this, like really does let us continue to do our jobs. Um, because yeah. it, we're going to talk about this, but. And in some ways, like we, we kind of have to stay current. Yeah. And it's hard to stay current when you, you can't afford to stay current. Right. Always. And I mean, so. I, I could not have gotten the PlayStation on my own. I mean, I just dealt with the PS4 being down and that cut yeah. me off from a bunch of, well, <laughs> all of the PlayStation world. I just had to live vicariously through you guys. Um, and by you guys, and my I mean, screenshots. yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I knew. I knew nothing <laughs> else about the PlayStation than what Kate was sending me, which thank you for now. I have, I have a good understanding, a better understanding <laughs> of the PlayStation. Um, no, but, but guys, seriously, thank you. Um, and we'll talk, like Matt said, a little bit more about staying current and why that's important for us here at LTN. But, um, so in doing that, I got to play, I mean, the first thing I did was got Spider-Man. Um, absolutely 100% had to, I knew that that was it. That was the one. I, I mean, I had other stuff on the, on my PlayStation from, from previous, you know, so I had like last of us and until dawn and a couple of other games. I didn't play any of that stuff. I went straight to, um, the store and I got Spider-Man and I am not sad at all about my life choice. No, that game is so good. Kate. Get on it. It lives up to every single ounce of hype that was given to it and more because there are things that I've already discovered in the game 
that nobody ever told me about. And when well, I saw we don't it, spoil everything. Well, here's the deal. I don't think that you can. I think that that would be the most lengthy and boring review in the world if you were to talk about every single thing that you did in Spider-Man. But it is a masterpiece of a game. I I love it. I mean, we've we've talked about it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rehash because I am a little bit behind um, on this. But I will say that I'm about 25% of the way through this story and loving just every second of it. I just unlocked fast travel not that long ago. And I'm telling myself I don't want to fast no. travel. Oh, don't. No, I, I wouldn't let myself. Unless the story absolutely requires it, which there was yeah. one point that I had to do it. I guess it was just to show me that I could. But I'm having yeah. so much fun swinging and flipping and spinning and going to the top of Avengers Tower and just dive bombing to the to the bottom. You know, it just everything about that game. It even gives you breaks in the game. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. It gives you breaks inside of the game where you're going through the story and then the game will just say, "Hey, go explore and upgrade your guy." Like that. Yep. It's not constantly sending you from one thing to the next. It's like, "Hey, take a break." Yep. Go, just, go fight some crime. Yeah, yep. go, go explore. And be, be in this city. Oh, man, it's so good. So freaking good. So I've been playing that. Um, and also, I've been playing Enter the Gungeon. So that's one of the other games that I have um, and had from before on my, P- my PS4. And that's just a fun, mindless, twin-stick shooter. Um, it's roguelike. If you guys haven't played it, it's on every platform. Um, I say I that. I, th- I think it's on Xbox. I know for sure it's on PlayStation and just came out on Switch not that long ago. Is it on GameCube? Uh, yeah, exclusively for a while there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you use the, the C stick and also the <laughs> <laughs> regular stick. Um, but it's it's pretty fun. Um, I, was, I was excited to get it again, and I didn't want to go buy it on... Uh, on Switch. I will say though, before I talk about the next this next game, there is a game coming out on, on Switch that I did not know about until a buddy of mine told me about it. So shout out to Lay Malikian for telling me about this. Have you guys heard of Moonlighter? No, what's that? I think I've like seen it, but I don't know it. I think this is our kind of game. So what it is What is, do you mean our kind of game? Like because well, I don't like certain hey, games. Well but so is it just you two? No, our, all of our kind of game. Okay, keep going. So it's like Assassin's Creed meets tabletop games. Meets (laughs) Kate and Ashley go to the mall. Yeah. (laughs) Meets Corey in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so what Moonlighter is, and you can get it right now on PlayStation, um, but what it is is you are a shop owner, uh, and it's, it's all pixel art, you know, 2D, all that stuff. Um, top down isometric kind of view, much like, you know, like, uh, Zelda, um, for the super Nintendo and all that mess. So it kind of has a very similar, but like upgraded art style from that. But anyway, the gameplay is that you are a shop owner and you, in order to keep your shop up and running, you have to go into the dungeon and collect loot. So you go and collect the good loot, bring it back, and then there's a shop mechanic where you get to set the prices of all this stuff. Um, You don't ever really upgrade your character. You upgrade your shop um, and the different items that you can get and stuff like that. But you can – it has kind of a Stardew atmosphere to it in that like you're building relationships with different people um, in in the world. And when you're doing that, 
if somebody doesn't like the price, you can actually go in and drop the price until you find the right price that they'll buy it at. And then there are three different versions of the dungeons that you can go into and they get progressively harder and all sorts of stuff. Um, hmm. I like it. Does it? I mean, it, it sounds like such a, an interesting concept. Go watch all yeah, the videos on it. Now. It looks cool. Yeah, w- when you get a chance, watch. Just watch the trailer, and the trailer really just will open everything up to you. And they say that it is hard. Like it is. It's it's not a powder puff, you know, kind of game. Then I'm out. But that it is punishing, but it doesn't punish you completely. So if you die in the dungeon, you don't lose all the stuff that you had. You lose some of it, but not all of it. And then you can still bring stuff back and and sell it off it looks cool yeah so it has like kind of unique cool graphics like almost like a stardew like in in some yeah. ways but like that mix of like 16 32 bit ish yeah it's it, it reminds me a lot of like what golf story and stuff like oh, that yeah. you know, so it's very very you know, it's pixel art oh, but it's polished um so like i said it's out right now on playstation it's actually going to be cheaper to buy it on playstation than it is on the switch Man, why they do that? Well, because it's brand new sad. for the Switch. It's been out for a while for PlayStation. But here's well, the thing: I don't like it. I'll I'll <laughs> make sure to put that on my next email. They, uh, it, it is a perfect game for the Switch. Just, I mean, it's perfect for handheld mode. It looks like exactly what I want to be playing on the Switch. So that's why I'm saying I don't I don't want to do that on on my PlayStation or on Xbox or, or wherever. Like I even have a hard time playing enter the gungeon on the PlayStation because I'm like, I, I want to be able to, I want to play red dead. I want to play Spider-Man. I want to play these yeah. games that need this on this kind of system. If I can play another different kind of game, you know, lower graphic quality, still same amount of gameplay on the switch. I'll, I'll do that there. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of where I am. That was a tangent, but I just I, I got really You're excited fine. last week for me. about Moonlighter, and I think it's going to be about twenty bucks, uh, twenty five bucks on on the Switch, but it's like fifteen or so on. on no, it's like thir- it's thirty five. I just looked thirty five. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean Nintendo. What are you going to do? So Nintendo. Um, but I have been also playing board games, and oh. Yeah, so I recently uh, had I had to purchase photosynthesis again because I lent what? it to my brother, and he was like, "Hey, like this uh, game a lot." And I was like, "Well, my dibs. You got married. Here, here you go. Happy happy marriage birthday." And so he's got that. Anna was mad, like very mad that she's like, "Why did you give that to him?" I'm trying to be a nice guy. This is where it gets me. Mm-hmm. So got that again. Um, but also one of the other games I got was Secret Hitler. And I'm I finally I've been telling myself forever. When that game first came out, it was like 70 bucks. It's crazy. Remember that? I mean, it was yeah. Kickstarter exclusive. Uh we had a game night uh last Tuesday at our life group, and one of the one of the girls in our group was like, Hey, can we play that Hitler game? And I said, Yeah, absolutely, no problem. I'll just go into Austin, get a copy, big deal, who cares? You can't do that because you have to buy it through a like third party online retailer because of some exclusivity, whatever that they have. If your friendly local game store carries Secret Hitler, ask some questions because um, what I've found really? out is that they're not supposed to. Um, so maybe they know a guy or are a guy. They sent it to like all the congressmen, like, and you can't get it in a game shop, right? 
Yeah. So anyway, um, I ended up getting it off of Amazon, but in the meantime, we wanted to play it. So I did the print and play, found out that this game on their website is free to download and print out. I mean, it is under, you know, Creative Commons free, free to use license. And so we did print it out, worked just fine. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved the game. Um, it was just as good as I remembered and hoped that it would have gone over in my game night. And I am so ridiculously happy to have that on my shelf. To me, Secret Hitler is the best, hands down, bar none, um, social deduction game that you can get right now. I don't know if more are going to come out later, but I think it's better than Codenames. I think it's better than Mysterium. I think it's better than One Night uh, Ultimate Werewolf. I think it's better than all of those games out there. And I don't, I don't really know why. I can't, I can't tell you. I just, I just, I've had the most fun playing that game of any social deduction game that I've ever played. And when we played together, it's fun. That was the so best. Fun. We played that game really a lot that, game. that night. What do we play? Like four plays of it. It was fun. I it was really fun. Think that it's like one of my top played games of this year. I mean, honestly, I, it it gets into the all time yeah. for me. I mean, it, it it's yeah. in my top nine. It wasn't in my top nine when I made that list, but it's there now. I don't know exactly what it pushed out, but I just know that it has a spot. So, yeah, it's super fun. So I got it for thirty five dollars. That's that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, um, that's a fine price. The Amazon has it um, right there in the rainforest, and they'll ship it to your house for thirty five dollars. So, um, I say if you don't have it. Get it? I don't know. Just make it happen. Um, you'll be you'll be glad that you did, and you'll never have more fun um, yelling at everybody at the table than you will with Secret Hitler. Don't trust anybody. No. Maybe. So those are the games that we've been playing, and we want to know what have you been playing. Also, guys, we are doing a giveaway, currently trying to do a giveaway, and we need you to let us know. What your go-to spoopy game is. I know that we're past we're past Halloween and all that, and that's fine, but still, we want to know what is your go-to or favorite spoopy game. Make sure to hit us up on the socials. Don't comment below with that. I, the whole process here is that we want you guys to share on your social media and talk about Love Thy Nerd and get everybody else involved in what we're doing. So use the hashtag LTN Spoopy. That's S-P-O-O-P-Y. Um, know your meme and be sure to tag us at love thy nerd on the socials aaron had no idea what that was from no she's like well, are you saying spoopy or spooky <laughs> it just sounds like you're saying spoopy i was like a spoopy and she's like what does that mean i just like show her like that spoopy yep skeleton sign that's where it I came from that is, that's the origin right there um but uh but yeah guys let us know um and if you need to google it that's fine that's fine too but you can win a copy of Campy Creatures by Keymaster Games, and we're going to give it to you. Just how else to get you playing games than just to freaking give you the game. So that's what we're going to do because we want you guys to play more games. So be sure, let us know your go-to spoopy game on social media. Use the hashtag LTN Spoopy, and be sure to tag us at LoveThyNerd. Well, like you guys heard at the top of the episode, we want to talk just a little bit about how to stay current 
We talked early in the episode about how we need to stay current because this is kind of what we're doing for Love Thy Nerd. It's not kind of, it's exactly what we're doing. In order to be able to talk about these games, we have to know about these games. And honestly, until we started doing Love Thy Nerd, I didn't fully appreciate um, organizations like GameSpot and uh, IGN and all these guys, these news outlets that do this 24 7 for a living like it is a lot to keep up with and if you don't have the systems like you know previously didn't have a playstation 4 um there was a time there was a year almost where i didn't have a switch um you know i know yeah, i know struggling that, during that time like right now kate doesn't have time. an xbox it's not like she cares but no um you know, so it's not not being able to to either engage or not even having the time to engage in these different mediums of nerddom is is kind of detrimental to us. But what if you don't have what if it's not your job? Like what if what if you're just trying as hard as you can to keep up with the Joneses, as they say, just trying to stay current so you can have conversations and some people like to talk down to other people for not having a certain system or not playing a certain game or whatever. Um, but we kind of want to not doing that. That's not yeah, at we all. We're not doing that. Not at all yeah. what we're trying to do. But we kind of want to draw a little bit of attention to just how much there is out there. I was saying earlier before we started rolling that it's one thing to know that there's a lot of things just that, you know, in general, oh man, there's just so much out there. And then there's another thing to really write it down and have a list going. So how can we, with all of the things that are out there, how, how can we stay current when there's not enough time, there's not enough money, um, there's not enough things to do all of the things. Um, so let's just talk about a little bit List off just a couple of the things that there is so much massive hype around, um, and we're going to go through a couple of different areas, and we'll start with video games. So, Matt, why don't you tell us a couple of the video games that are super hyped that you just probably are not going to have time to get to? Well, I think people will make time if it's important to them, but it will be difficult to get to all of these. Um, come December here, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's like awesome. seven. I feel like that is a game that if you're playing it, you're only playing you're it. You're only playing it because you got to yeah. get good. You got you to get good. And I am not good because I'm not <laughs> playing it enough, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Fallout 76 here is coming, uh, what, pretty soon? Month soon. maybe? And that game Soon-ish. Is, that game is designed to eat all of your time. It really is. From the ground up. Um, it's a multiplayer only game. That is a living, breathing world that you play with other people. So uh, I mean, sounds overwhelming. Yep, it's designed for all of your. What time. if just you and I played, Kate? Just mm. me and you. We could just build houses. Oh, that might be fun. Okay, just you know, like at least like Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking just like of Animal, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is coming out uh, within the next year, I think. So I'm just like these games are either here or gone. Cyberpunk, uh, 2077, yeah. Anthem. Kingdom Hearts 3, I mentioned Animal Crossing, Days Gone. Uh, maybe you're a Fortnite bro. Yeah. If you want to be good at Fortnite, you only play Fortnite. And you got to put you the time in. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Red Dead 2, Spider-Man. Like, I mean, some of these games were just released in the past month. 
and we're supposed to be done with them and moving on. Yeah. It's not like anything here is short. No, you, no. I mean, you're looking at hundreds <laughs> of hours worth of gameplay, and that's not even talking about uh, Black Ops 4, another yep. multiplayer only. These multiplayer only games, whew, man, like it's just, they're designed to keep you coming back. Um, how about yeah. Mario Party? Mario Party, I haven't played it yet. That game, just to play a... Just to play a basic game of Mario Party, you're looking at an hour easy, um, just sitting down. And so that that's not counting all the other mini games and the side stuff and everything else. What about Breath of the Wild? Let's go back a little bit. There are some people, Kate, who have not finished the main storyline of Breath of the Wild. Oh, I, I got sidetracked. It happens. That's disappointing. That this is exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. I mean, everybody wants so bad to to platinum or 100% these single-player games. Like, Matt, you were just saying you platinum Spider-Man. My only one. That's a, that's a huge accomplishment because of all of the time that it takes to do these things. So you have the time sink of these deep, rich, story-driven single-player games across all platforms. And then you have the contrast of these re- highly replayable games that are multiplayer only. Your Fortnites, uh, your Black Ops 4s, um, you know, Anthem when it comes out, Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. These games that are just going to keep bringing you back. And then you try it's, to I, play the games you're already playing. I don't know how. It's hard. I mean, I maybe that's part of my game player's block. Like, you know, I'm playing old games and it's just... It's not that they're not good. It's just, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get into them, to jump back in, to to go back. Um, I just feel like it's different today than it was when I was a teenager. I oh, mean, yeah. I know that was many yeah. moons ago, but like I had, like I was thinking about this today. I was reading an article about NHL 94. Here we go. I, wow. I know. Up. Right, so I had 94, but then I got 96 when it came out because I just whatever I had money then. And I think I played <laughs> NHL 96 until 2000 and something, like low 2000 something. Like I played that, like I played that game so much. And nowadays, you play any of those sports games. If you're playing last year's game, I mean, you can go buy last year's game for two. $2, yeah. $3 probably. Yeah. I mean, no one so wants that. So nuts. So even like with a like Assassin's Creed, like they're doing one a year. So if you're playing yeah. Black Flag now. You're done. You're done. Like, I mean, maybe you're going to enjoy it. And if you don't care and you, you don't know what's going on like elsewhere, you can enjoy it and not care about Odyssey and not care about fill in the blank one between those. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's just <laughs> video games. And this is this is really just... Our, this is our fandom, you know, and we don't even have on this list comics because we have an entire separate podcast based oh, around man. comics. Go check out the pull list with Chris and Hector. Um, but they could tell you just as easily like, I mean, really, even it's it's even harder to stay current with that crap because there are just so many. One of them. a month. Yeah. One yeah. a month. One like several Times weeks. Infinity. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, it's just too much. There needs to be more hours in the day. Well, I did see somebody get on that. What was it? Was it a Geico commercial or Progressive Auto commercial where they they during made the a clock? Game. Yeah, during old football, they made a clock that had um, an extra hour in the day. Uh, but then the guy said, "You all you did was draw a thirteen next to the 12. And she said, 
It's a prototype. Okay. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, But, okay, so, but that's, that's just video games, which are very immersive. They're getting more and more immersive as time goes on. Uh, What with VR and just complexity of the characters and development and everything that they're doing. But what about movies? So, okay, we're not sitting down in front of our TV. We can go out and watch a movie or two, right? Maybe. Probably not. That's kind of what we're trying to get at here. So with movies, here's a list of some of the things that we have that are coming out that are super hyped that are – a lot of these are dropping within the same, uh, if not season, weekend, some of them. You've got Avengers 4. You've got Spider-Man Far From Home. Star Wars Episode 9. Toy Story 4. Shazam, Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman 1984, Halloween, currently out right now. There are tons and tons and tons of movies that are out right now or coming out <gasps> that maybe maybe it's not just time. Maybe it's money. Uh, maybe you're still yeah. on the terrible, terrible, terrible movie pass, which only lets you see like half a movie every six years now. Um <laughs> But maybe you're on one of those things where you can't get in and see current movies right when they come out. So then it pushes you back even further for the subscription that you're paying for. I don't know. But those movies, let's let's say you had a chance to go see three of them. You're probably doing 100% better than any of us are going to be doing because I can't, Stressful. Fi- I can't find time in the day to go and watch a movie, um, even when I have time off because life. So that's big screen. That's the silver screen. What about the small screen? Okay, that the nerddom doesn't doesn't stop on the big one. It comes home with you, or it's on your phone. And here are just a few, a tiny few of the things that are there for you to consume. Usually, uh, for most of these, in binge formats. So that's just larger <laughs> amounts of time, right? The Walking Dead, right now, currently in Rick's final season. Um, I say that because all that does is further emphasize that we should probably be watching it because a lot of people are going to be talking about this thing. The Skybound's trying, you know, and AMC are trying to get a bigger push and people coming back and watching this show. So it's Rick's final season. And honestly, right now, as we're recording this, I think he's got one or maybe two more episodes left in his season. So... Anxiety, nerd anxiety sets in on that. We've got Daredevil season three, which I mean, the moment that dropped, I was like, I want to watch it right now, all of it right now. But my wife didn't want to watch Daredevil, so I haven't seen all of it yet. (laughs) We've got Manifest, which is on TV right now, which is a really, it's a pretty good show um, about a plane that disappears and then comes back several, five years later. Um, If you haven't, go ahead and check it out. You've also got, we've talked about this Oh my gosh, ad nauseum here on this podcast. The Man in the High Castle season three is live right now on Prime Video. And if you haven't seen The Man in the High Castle, that is on my recommended watch list. Yeah, but Um, make sure you watch the right episodes in the right season. Yeah, start start with season one. Yeah, definitely, definitely start from the beginning. Um, and also viewer discretion is advised. It is a prime original. Um, so if you've ever seen a Netflix original or anything like that, just know that viewer discretion is advised. Uh, speaking of originals, Castlevania season two is now available on Netflix. I'm it's not, out? Oh, it's man. Out, 
Yeah, I was just thinking about that today. And well, I am not, later. right? <laughs> I'm not an am- anime bro. I just, I was. No, I'm not either. I don't have, I don't know. It just doesn't draw me in. But Castlevania does. And I like Castlevania. And it's an anime art style. I, that's fine. I watch it. Loved I season one. Yeah. Loved it. Yep. Um, a bunch of nerds raged about a whole bunch of different things with season one. I didn't care. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, so that that's that's out to watch. The Flash. One of the toughest series to follow is The Flash because to watch The Flash correctly, you've got to watch Supergirl. It's the it's a legitimate comic book television series. You've got to watch Supergirl. You've got to watch Legends of Tomorrow. You've got to watch Green Arrow. Uh, you've got to watch – what else do they have in that universe? It's too much. This is I what can't. I'm saying. Just to stay current with The Flash Season 4, you got to watch all that stuff. And then, of course, whenever it does come out, you've got Stranger Things. Um, Stranger so Things. It's that they didn't launch it when it was supposed to be released this year. Yeah, nothing nothing in 2018. Sorry, guys. Um, but from what we hear, they're releasing in spring of 2019 or summer. Yeah, but it's supposed to be Halloween. Well, but they're changing it. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, but they said, but they said Halloween. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> well, so so that's all things that we we can consume digitally. Not all things, but like those are some things that we can consume digitally that are vying for all of our time. These twenty four hours that we have in a day. What about an analog medium? What about physical, tangible things that we can do? What about tabletop, Matt? What do we have? To be looking forward to, or that we should be playing in tabletop. Yeah. Uh, Dice Throne Season Two is going to be soon. in your hand here, real soon. soon. Real soon. Uh, Title Blades Heroes of the Reef is on Kickstarter right now. Looks awesome. Looks great. I oh my want gosh. it. Yukon uh, Salon, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, such a great Um, game, though. Like, this is what bugs me about this game not being released. That we we put this on here as a joke. Anybody who backed Yukon Salon gave them twenty dollars or more. You're just never going to see that money. Don't worry. I backed two copies, so so I almost sent him a message asking for my money back the other day. Almost. I just got to hold out hope, man. No, I got to hold out hope. Anyway, it's it's been over over two years, almost two years, almost two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, haven't heard anything from the dev next year in Jerusalem uh, <laughs> Tiny Epic Mechs and Tiny Epic Zombies all oh, the Tiny Epic games are awesome all the Tiny uh, just came across this today when I was doing some research Treasure Island it's like a one versus everyone you're uh, you're a pirate trying to give people clues but not trying to give them too much clues uh, looks looks awesome uh, Alone again kind of this one versus everyone style game where you are trying to make it through this dungeon crawler where you're on one side of the board going through with just a flashlight. It's kind of like uh, the um, like Captain Sonar where you don't oh, yeah. know where people are. Like same style type of game where you're trying to like work through this dungeon and the the bad team is like throwing out monsters to fight you and traps along oh, the way while you're trying to go. So, so it's a lot like Sabotage. See. Yes, a lot like Sabotage. Yeah, yeah. Sabotage by uh, Fowers Games. Check that one yeah. out. Um. There's a Azul expansion coming out, so if you like the last one, this is looks awesome. It's called Which Stained Glass of Sintra. Everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone loved yeah. it. 
Time Stories, we've talked about that. The Reckoners, we've talked about that. Gloomhaven, it's about, I've played 48 times of Gloomhaven this year. <laughs> oh my 48 gosh. times of my almost 300. And still uh, not done. And still not done. We might be halfway through the scenarios. Uh, that is insane. And honestly, any <laughs> legacy game ever. Yeah. Any like uh risk legacy risk uh pandemic pandemic legacy one night I ultimate mean, werewolf um they just charterstone charter they just talked about um okay well in, in the vein of charterstone also uh you've got now a legacy version of scythe rise of fenris yep. um and then you've also um you know you've got they just released or announced that they're doing betrayal at house on the hill which is already a long game they want to turn oh, that into a legacy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, so like Whew. these There's games. There's too much. Who we? So when we say this is not a definitive list, like last week, just not a definitive list. We just want to get it out there and say there's a lot of stuff out there. So if somebody's not playing your favorite game, just chill. <laughs> okay. They, this is all these things on the list. Don't even talk about your family. They don't talk about your job. Uh, they don't talk about just your chill time of not doing anything. They don't talk about work around the house. Um, you know, like Matt, if you know you gotta make cabinets or put up another shelf. Shelf. Got to love yeah. shelves. Um, you know, like a thousand other things that you have to just meeting with people, talking to people outside of of games or video games or whatever. I tell my son, Caleb, all the time, we'll be outside doing yard work or whatever, and he'll go, hey, uh, dad, yada, 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 video game, whatever. And I'm like, dude, I don't – we're not talking about that right now. Like we're, we're doing outside time. We're not going <laughs> to just dream and fantasize about video games. So there, there needs to be some sort of time where we're not just headlong into gaming or nerd culture. Like there needs to be some – Escape from the escapism, if I can, for just a second. Um, That's a good so, point. so like, what are what are some things that we can do to to maybe try and play some of these games, but at the same time, not shuck responsibilities or alienate the people around us because we just want to be playing all of the things and watching all of the things and reading all of the things all the time. Like, how how are some ways that you guys do that in your life? I think it's probably somewhat easier because it's not that the games I play my kids can't watch, but I only have specific times a day where I actually can play games. I mean, they watch me play some Spider-Man here and there, but like for the most part, like I, the games I play, not that they're terrible, but like they don't need to watch me play them. Um, so just kind of having a schedule is really helpful. Um, being thoughtful, but like also like knowing that I am not going to be able to play all of these games. I'll want to play them all. I want to play all the games, and I, harsh I reality, absolutely man. do. I do want to play all the games. Mm. I want to like I want to own all the games. I want to play all the games. I want to just play the games every day. Like just having realistic expectations that I'm not going to be able to buy a game every other week or even every other month. Like, right. Just being thoughtful there. Because got bills to pay, got a family to feed. So I think um, that, I mean, what I'm kind of hearing you say is that you, you reach a point 
where you start to plateau in in your nerddom, and it's it's not it's not flatlining, but it's just like you're like I have I got a lot of games on my shelf, um, a lot of them I haven't I haven't gotten a table in a while, or a lot of the games in my game library I haven't played for a while, so mm-hmm. maybe I go back and play some of those games, because if not, I mean if you think about it, you're just you're you're a collector, um, and if that's Quarter. what you're going for. We're gonna we're gonna go with the with the word collector. Um, if you if if you are doing that and you're not playing them, then I guess that's okay. I'm not gonna throw shade on collectors, but we've talked about it before. Like they're you get the game to experience the game. So if I would say me personally, and I'm having a hard time with this, so I'm, I'm trying to to be transparent here. I have a ton of games on my shelf that I'm just not playing, a ton of them, but I want to. I try to say, okay, we're going to go through and we're going to play this game, a different you know, a different game every week or whatever, and that'll last for a little bit, and then life will happen again. Yep. But what I've really tried to do, and I did it once and it backfired on me, was just get rid of games. Like if mm-hmm. – yeah, not like – not cut out games completely. Please hear me say that. But like – if I'm not playing a game and somebody else would really love and enjoy that game, let them have that game. And or you know get on a swap and sell them or exchange them or or whatever, uh, but allow people to to get a little bit of joy from the thing that brought you so much joy. You mm-hmm. know, or didn't yep. you didn't have chance to get any joy from it, I don't know. Maybe you just need to do a giveaway. Yeah, do a giveaway. Well, Old game giveaway. Kate, what, how do you how do you deal with this? Um. Well, I used to be that person that would only like I would buy one game, and I wouldn't buy any other games. Like specifically for my PlayStation, I wouldn't buy any other games until I finished that game. And I just was never a person who bought games super regularly. It's kind of true because yeah, after I after I started on this podcast, now suddenly I have a backlog, right? And I'm not even playing. I don't really do like tabletop stuff besides you know the couple ones that I have. I don't. I rarely watch movies. I watch Netflix Same. stuff when I can get to it, but I'm not like super. I don't know that like Netflix stuff. I watch in my own time. But games is where I'm really now. I'm like, oh no! Suddenly, I have all these games that I want to play, or there's a ton of games out that I want to play, and I just can't do it. Oh yeah! Like, so I don't know. I I made it actually came up for me with this whole Assassin's Creed Odyssey thing. I really wanted the game, but I knew I had a bunch of games that I hadn't finished or I was really close to finishing or I wasn't even close to finishing. So that's why before I even played the game, I was like, I'm just going to tie up my loose ends in Fallout 4. At least I feel better about it than like, I don't know, in some weird way, it's like I earned the right to play a new game <laughs> yeah. by finishing one that I already had. That's I'm not saying that's for everybody, but in in my mind, I was like, no, I need to finish it. Otherwise, I'm never going to finish it. Because I'm going to come back and try and play it, not know what I was doing or where I was, and I'm just going to put it away. But at one time, I was really hyped about that game, and I was having a lot of fun. So I, f- I find myself, and I, I agree with you, 100% I agree with you. 
Um, I, I tried doing that. All right, I'm just going to have one game, and then I'm going to beat that game, and then I'm going to go on. And then it like things started to snowball really quick. It was like, mm-hmm. hey, but now this game, and now this game, and now this game. And Kickstarter is the worst, the worst. Because it's, of it. it's like, I just had, I had another game come in today. <laughs> totally forgot about it. This game right here, it's called Pocket Pharma. And it's like a low-key card game-based pandemic-ish where you're trying to find cures. Yeah, pharmaceutical sales (laughs) representative. And totally forgot about that game. And that's my life on Kickstarter is like I backed something a year ago and now stuff's showing up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now not only do I have the current backlog, but now I've got things coming in. And Dice Throne is coming soon. That – I'm going to try to keep that off of my backlog, but I have a hard time even getting original dice thrown to table because I have so many other games and I'll bring a thousand games to a game night and we'll end up playing something else. Probably not even anything in that pile or a game that we've played a thousand times before when I'm like, I I I need to play, I need to play new stuff. Like, I think my sense of like anxiety prevents me from getting too into it because I just thinking about having a bunch of games that I haven't played or games that I'm partway through causes me fear. So (laughs) I'm like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. So then I just don't buy games, but then I miss out on a whole bunch of stuff. Like I don't have Spider-Man. I don't have Red Dead 2. I'm not like. Yeah. The FOMO is real. FOMO, for those of you guys that don't know, is fear of missing out. And it is, or should be, let me phrase that, it it should be something that you can actually be legitimately diagnosed with because, (laughs) I mean, I have it. it. For sure. I really do have it. If I think that I should be somewhere or be doing something, um, I I have a hard time functioning because I want to be like Ariel where the people are. I want to do mm-hmm. all of the things with all of the people. Um, it's it's just – it's my social nature. Like I want to be a part of things that are happening. And I want other people now True. to experience that alongside of me. So if I well, can, I try to pull people in. That's mm-hmm. why we, I mean, talk about what we've been playing. It's the whole reason. I'm, we're not trying to give you FOMO, but we're trying to let you know what we're playing, and we'd love for you to play with us if, if able. Mabel, Mabel, so. if you're able. Mm-hmm. Get your elbows off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know that there is an answer to this. Um, this is really just like a raise awareness kind of topic. And if you struggle with this, like legitimately, we we had a guy. Um, in our community recently who said that he had to put our community, our love than our community on mute because trying to keep up with all of the games and all of the, the gaming news in the industry was, was messing with him physically um, and mentally. So it was wearing on his, his mental and physical health. And if you're at that point, maybe you do need to step back just a little bit. I know that everything that we do is based around gaming, right? Like that's the medium that we've chosen to uh, to help share the gospel. But at some point, you may have to, to back up a little bit and be okay with that. Don't let anybody put you down about it. Don't let anybody cast any shade on you. You got to do what's what's right for you. 
Right. So if you're still playing NHL 96, just enjoy it. (laughs) The Sega Genesis was a fine gaming system. (laughs) It still is. Yeah. Oh, Um, my gosh. I I will say this, and and then, you know, maybe we'll close out unless you guys have anything to add, which if you do, please, please do. But I will say, like, with a current game, such as Spider-Man, I've had it for several days now. Uh, probably four days now. And I have not played it for four days straight. Not because I don't want to. There was a time when if I got a game, I sat down and I took time off of work and (laughs) I told Anna and whatever family member I had at that moment, whatever number of kids, like, hey, uh, don't mess with me. I'm doing a thing. I, this is, this is my me time. And I would just sit down and binge that game until literally I was sick of it. And I would give it a moment, you know, a couple days or whatever, and then come back to it. What I've found, and I I, want to applaud Insomniac and other developers that have added this feature in to single-player games. The ability to do a manual save, not have to go and get to a save point. Because honestly, I'll, I'll just... I'll tell Caleb, who also, you know, my six-year-old that loves to watch Spider-Man. Um, you guys might have seen that post in the community of my youngest son dressed up as Spider-Man and everybody mm-hmm. jumping around because we had Spider-Man. Like, that's the joy that you guys bring to my family when you do stuff like, you know, get me a PlayStation. Um, so thank you again. <laughs> have I said thank you enough? So anyway, um, the ability to do manual saves was huge because I could tell Caleb, hey, bud, we're going to play one more mission. Uh, and maybe go get one more research token, and then we're done. We're done for the day, and it's like 7 p.m., and we can go and have family time and read books or do whatever else that we need to do. We just went to the pumpkin patch, you know, because daddy wasn't sucked into playing a game, which my wife will tell you is a new development, um, you know, within the last several years. Proud of you. Has not always been. I'm I'm pretty proud of myself, actually, because that has not always been the case. So if you are having a hard time with games and you feel like, oh man, I just absolutely I have to keep up with everything, just know that you don't have to keep up with everything. You're doing fine. You're great. Go find somebody else who has that game. Make friends with other people. Play with them. Um, but you don't ha- game share with them or whatever. Like you, you don't have to keep up with everything that everybody's doing because we see, we're a part of other board game communities. Maybe you guys are too. And they just have hundreds of games. I mean, as far as the eye can see, and that's, I'm not even making that up. Like I've seen some of these shelfies that are like rooms in, in a house or like a garage full of board games. And you know that guy's not playing all those games. No. So crazy if they were. I would say play the games you like, play the games you love, try some new stuff, but don't think that you have to back everything that comes on Kickstarter. There are several things that I have not backed on Kickstarter recently that are must have games. Um, like Rising Sun, when that was a hot deal, mm-hmm. I never got that. And I'm okay with that. It was hard for me in the moment to not back Rising Sun. But that's a game that just never would have ever gotten to table for me. So for me, that's that's what I have to ask myself. Am I going to play this game or not? If I'm not going to play it, I need to understand that I am a, I'm a gamer, not a collector. Collecting is a byproduct of 
of my gaming nosityness. So, Kate, Matt, you guys got anything to add? No. Hey, you be you be you. You do and you. You do you. Well, guys, on that note, that's going to do it for episode 29 of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts are found. And if you can't find us wherever you listen to podcasts, please let me know, bubba at lovethynerd.com, and I'll do my best to get us on that platform. Hey, while you're doing social stuff, telling us about your hashtag LTN spoopy and getting us and tagging us at love thy nerd. Uh, make sure that you're checking out our Facebook group. Okay. That's where we've talked about it a couple times in this podcast. If you stumbled across this podcast in a different place, guys, be sure to join our love thy nerd community. It's on Facebook. Uh, it's, it's a closed group, but that's really just to keep out trolls and bots and all sorts of other stuff. We keep out trolls as best we can, but man, there's this one guy in there. His name's Ryan Guerra. We just, oh, we, we, man. That's funny because um, it's, <laughs> it's true. Love you, Ryan, but serious. Um, so if you're not already in <laughs> our, if you're not already in our Love Thy Nerd uh, community, please just search at Love Thy Nerd on Facebook. You're going to find our page. Go ahead and like that. You'll be a better person for it. We share a lot of dope content, and Kate is just blowing it up with all of our social media stuff. Um, and also, to. you're going to find our community. I'm I'm a manager. I am the manager of that group, and I've got a bunch of Mr. Great, manager now, Mr. assistant to the regional community manager. Oh, oh, that's your title. <laughs> yeah, boom roasted. So. <laughs> Um, I just got a lot of great people that are mods for us in there. And there are tons of great nerds that are in that community that love this thing that is being a nerd. And it has a bunch of different shades. We haven't really even unpacked what it really means to truly be a nerd. But there's a bunch of them in there. And you can meet new people and form great friendships all from within our Facebook community. And while you're on Instagram or Twitter, go ahead and uh, just find us at Love Thy Nerd and let us know all the games that you're playing. Remember, hashtag LTN Spoopy for your uh, chance to win a copy of Campy Creatures by Keymaster Games. Guys, I think that is it. Um, so please, if you have any other questions, comments, whatever, you can just go ahead and email myself. Uh, that's Bubba, Matt, or Kate, all at lovethynerd.com. Once again, my name is Bubba Stallcup. I'm Matt Warmbier. And I'm Kate Katawaki. And we'll catch you next week. Remember, Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. And that's the life lesson here is don't give up and you'll eat so many apples that I'll have to take some away so you don't get diarrhea. Mm -hmm.